Hello, everyone. Hello. Hi. Welcome to my podcast. My name is Carly Shaner, and this is P.S. Keep It 100. And on today's episode, we're going to talk about um, the alchemy of trauma. Let me just preface this episode by stating the obvious. This is my podcast, my perspective, my words. It is not to be mistaken or taken as medical advice or the advice of someone who actually may physically know what they're talking about. Um, What I channel comes from other realms. I'm only the messenger. This is alternative healing, alternative health. Just take what you need and leave the rest. All you really have to do is think of me as the village crazy lady. You know, it's entertainment, whatever. So today's episode is episode 9, and it is entitled The Alchemy of Trauma. Now, like last episode, I channeled this, typed it out. I will be reading a lot of it. I'm sorry if it sounds like um, a narrator. I try to keep it interesting without sounding like monotone, you know? Um, Read a little bit, elaborate as I feel called to. Try not to let my ego or my opinion get in the way, but obviously this is my podcast and I like to keep it 100. That's why I'm here. That's what the show's called. So anyway, before we get into it, let's first define alchemy and I will leave the links for the um, websites that I used in the show notes. But I looked first on Wikipedia, if I'm being honest, and then I looked into the Merriam-Webster's definition. So I'm going to start with that one. Merriam-Webster defines alchemy as (coughs) a medieval chemical science and speculative philosophy aiming to achieve, achieve, I'm sorry, the transmutation of the base metals into gold, the discovery of a universal cure for disease, in the discovery of a means of indefinitely prolonging life or a power or process that changes or transforms something in a mysterious or impressive way or an inexplicable or mysterious transmuting. I'm going to grab a drink because my throat is hoarse. <clears throat> I was making my bed this morning, and my daughter took a blue stone. I, I want to say it's lapis lazuli. You know what I mean. Um, but it's a little bit different. But either way, it's a blue stone, and I always use blue stones when I am um, like channeling anything that involves my voice. And she put it under my pillow, the sweet little kid that she is. I want you to sleep with this under your pillow tonight, Mama. So anyway... Wikipedia goes into a whole thing about alchemy and the one thing that jumped out at me was the first two paragraphs and I'm just going to read a small blip. Alchemy is an ancient branch of natural philosophy, a philosophical and proto-scientific tradition that was historically practiced in China, India, the Muslim world, and Europe. In its Western form, alchemy is first attested in a number of 
pseudographical text written in Greco-Roman Egypt during the first few centuries CE. And if you want to keep reading into any of that, like I said, I have enclosed the links in the show notes. So, what if you could alchemize the spirit of trauma into soul level spiritual development? So instead of saying that was traumatic, the plot twist in the shift is this incident aided in my overall spiritual and soul development. It helped me gain perspective and in turn helped me to evolve into the woman or the man, whoever's listening to this, God needed me to be. Now, I know that's a mouthful, and I know it's easier to just say, well, that was traumatic. I was traumatized by that. Absolutely. I've been running with that my whole life. I perceive a lot of things and react to a lot of things from a trauma-based response system. It's what I've been working through in adulthood, especially raising a daughter. Um, And it doesn't matter really where the trauma came from. It could be childhood trauma. It could be trauma that you endured into adulthood. I know for me personally, um, I have endured the most trauma by my own choices and by my own choosing. So a lot of going back and addressing those behaviors that, you know, kept me alive through whatever the situation was, is acknowledging that like the part that I played in it was fucked up too, you know, and forgiving myself for that and then moving forward. Alchemy also works on the energetic realm in the energetic field think of the aura think of you know I'm a Reiki practitioner so I'm always thinking in terms of how can I address this from the auric or energetic realm because that is my particularly particular particular form of alchemy so alchemy works on the energetic realm in the energetic body. If I am able to tap into the moment in time that I endured the trauma that has me carrying a current block in this time, you know, right now, I can process the trauma, reevaluate my relationship with the actual event, grieve, cry, whatever I need to do to process that moment and heal. That is my personal process of alchemy in regards to healing trauma. Like, that is what I've, what I've come up with. I don't know where it came from. Like I said, I don't come up with this stuff on my own. I am literally just the messenger. These ideas come to me. I type them out. I speak them into existence. I share them with you guys. And whatever you choose to do with it, you know, health, health, healing is a um, self, like, uh, it's a, it's a journey it within yourself, you know, so like I can give you all the advice and information and whatever I find and whatever I'm tr- channeling or whatever, um, but it's up to you ultimately to go and utilize what serves you, and if I am talking a bunch of gibberish, then you just leave it where it stands and move forward, you know, like if it applies to you, great, if not, that's great too. So when we separate ourselves from trauma, we create a crack in our soul. And I've been working with a woman for a while now about soul reintegration, 
so uh, uh, fragmentation, just doing, like I've done the therapy on the physical level. I started embarking on therapy on the energetic and spiritual level because that's where I was at in my journey of life. You know, I am a product of the Western healthcare system in regards to mental health. I have spent so many years in therapist's office and into my adult life after becoming a married woman, becoming a mother, um, I needed work that went a little bit deeper than the physical body or even the mental and emotional mind. Like I needed to go, I needed somebody to crack my fucking third eye open is really what I needed. And that's what I got. <clears throat> but during this time and during these past three years of like soul development, I've been learning about soul fragmentation and soul reintegration and all these different things through the energetic realm, the auric realm, and angelic realms too. So when we separate ourselves from trauma, we create a crack in our soul. Just like when we separate ourselves from God, we create a whole, a whole mountain of problems, right? So when we realize our true power and potential, we are able to return home to ourselves. We can sit, and that's not to say that I am putting myself above God. I'm just bringing myself back to myself in my truest form in my soul's form, but within a, a human body, if that makes sense to anybody. <clears throat> so when we realize our true power and potential, we are able to return home to ourselves. We can sit at the base, the root of ourselves and our souls and become one and whole again, one with our creator, one with God, okay? Because we are a fragment of God. I am aligned with myself in my truest potential. Speak it out loud. Speak it into existence. Literally say it out loud. I am aligned with myself in my truest potential. Now believe it. Feel that. Feel those words and know it to be true. Invest in that feeling. Feed it as you would anything you wanted to grow and nourish. I hate to use this as an analogy, but it's a good one for me especially and for people that listen to me that I know of. I feed my soul like I feed fucking drug addiction, okay? So I have a history with drug addiction, substance use. I mean, you guys know I smoke weed now, but I'm talking years ago, chronic drug use, overdosing. It's a different topic for a different day, but it's part of my past. It's part of my history it was part of my father's story. It runs in the family. You know what I mean? Like, it's, it's, it's so generational. It runs so deep. It's just a topic for its own, for its own show, like, honestly. Um, and I honestly don't know if I'm comfortable with speaking about that kind of stuff just yet. You guys can let me know. I like hearing feedback, you know. But anyway... Feed that feeling like you would feed an addiction or feed it like you would feed a plant on your nightstand. Feed it like it was something you wanted to nourish and grow or something that needed you to feed it because it was vital for its survival. You know, um, feeding addiction is a very primal and um, other things are more advanced soul developed. But sometimes you got to get down and dirty first, you know, for me personally. 
um, in order to evolve. You know, I have to learn everything the hard way. I have to get real down and dirty and deep with myself and then move forward. So nurture that feeling, like that feeling of I am aligned with myself and my truest potential and the feeling of trusting that statement because it just came out of your mouth. So you just spoke it into existence. So it must be true, correct? You know? Um, and nurture it and invest in yourself and invest in what helps you to grow. Doing stuff like this, talking into a microphone in, in my bedroom by myself, it helps me to grow. It helps other people. It helps my relationships. It helps my marriage. It helps my relationship with God because I can't channel this stuff on my own. I need to tap in. I need to pray. I need to put all this stuff into practice. I can't just sit here and talk a bunch of talk and not walk the walk. And that's that's the biggest thing is integrating the physical body with the spiritual body. And that's essentially what we're trying to do. But sometimes there's lots of blocks from stuff like trauma and it prevents us from growing. And what do we want to do here? We want to fucking grow. So align your life with your vision and step into your power and highest potential without the weight or the burden of old trauma and the karmactic emotions. And I'm not sure if that's a real wor word, but I'm rolling with it. Karmactic. Karmactic emotions that were developed with the noted events, the traumatic events, what we see and perceive as a traumatic event. So come back to yourself. Take your power back. Choose to uh, look at the situation as something that happened. Okay, there's nothing we can do about it. Are we going to let it limit us in our current life or are we going to move forward? Acknowledge that it happened. Obviously, don't bury it. Um, and that was my issue in the past. I would just bury it with drugs and alcohol. I didn't want to feel shit or pharmaceuticals or whatever. Um, face it and choose to move forward. Choose not to let it define who you are now because like something that happened to me 30 years ago doesn't need to define my 35-year-old self, you know? I don't need to let five-year-old Carly run the fucking show anymore. I can acknowledge, okay, that happened. That's terrible. I love you. Now let's process this, heal it, move forward, and keep it going because why stay in, uh, you know, 19... 91 when we're in fucking 2022 for real <clears throat> reintegrate the lost parts of you own your trauma rebrand your trauma i don't want to be defined by this anymore i don't want to be defined by this incident or this diagnosis or this relationship or whatever i choose to to stand within myself and what's true to me and what i you know what i know to be true right now in this current time because that's literally all that matters is like right now the only way to get to the other side is to walk through, okay? So you can't just skip over the shit. You have to, at least for me, look at it, acknowledge it. Okay, there, there it is. It is what it is. Now what are we going to do? What's the solution? And as a friend said once, you can ask God to move a mountain for you, but you must bring a shovel, okay? So... I want, um, I want healing from bondage of uh, past abuse with men, you know, how do I, how do I bring a shovel to the table now? Well, I talk about it openly with my husband or I share things with him that have happened in the past, um, you know, within limits and boundaries. These are sensitive topics to discuss and it's not one size fits all, obviously, but if you change the language, change the narrative, change the vibration, because language is vibration, 
you change the energy and you change your life as a result. And that is what I have found to be true. That is what I am currently living in right now is alchemy of the trauma, the karma, um, the events in my life. I don't want to be bound by them anymore. I don't want to be bound by shit that kept me alive for one, but is no longer serving me in this lifetime or any lifetime prior to that. And you as a sovereign being of God get to make that decision. We have free will. I don't want to let this stuff bog me down anymore. I want to be free. I want to feel free. I want to feel peace. I want to feel joy and happiness. Okay. I'm choosing to do that. <clears throat> and I'm going to align with that belief and I'm going to do the things that fucking bring me joy and make me happy and live in that vibration and nurture that vibration. It's not a party every day, but like you can make the best out of a bad situation no matter what it is, right? So that's all I have for today. It was a short one, um, straight, straight to the point. But I wish you peace, blessings, and best wishes for wherever you're at and whatever stage of life and I love you so much. Take care.